Here to the beat. Episode 10. 11. Episode 11. Holy shit. I'm back. Remix. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 11. Yeah. yeah. Shit. It's, uh, yeah, it's Mills. It's Alpha. Oh, Alf. <laughs> A-L-F. A-L-F. <laughs> Another life form. Oh, he's off. <laughs> so, um, what's been doing? How you oh, been? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, a couple of weeks old now, but I mean, the Nipsey passing on. Yeah, that, yep. Um, that hit me in a way I didn't think it would, you know. Yeah, yep. Especially when you look back just to not just the current stuff he's doing, all the circumstances and how he died, but I mean, yep. just for him to die in that manner. In front for of his own store. For everything that he's trying to get everybody out of yep. the, that sort of mindset yep. of having to kill somebody. It's yeah. like, he even says in his rhymes, like, if you've got a problem with me, come with me, we'll go to the other side, we'll go to the other side of the tracks, we'll spend some money, and we'll come back. Mm. Like, he's like, come on, we can all make, we can be happy. Yeah, bro. The reason why he was neighborhood nip is because, fuck, he, he, bro, he, he, he proper put on. And a lot of artists, shout out to every single one of them that have done it, but a lot of artists do give back to their communities. Yeah. But, bro, uh, Nipsey, he, he started some shit. He fucking cultivated uh, a fucking, uh, a new way of thought in the hood. And that's something that can't be, can't be um, mistaken or can't be even replaced. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, yeah, it, 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 yeah. For, for something so senseless, bro. Like, fuck. Like, I watched this, um, one of his boys. Yeah, a documentary on Adam 22 that uh, Adam 22 put together. And it was of one of his boys, <coughs> you know, going through the scenario. And it was just him fucking standing in front of his plaza, at the front of his one of his shops, like he did all the time. And it was just this Kunzi that came up, and he was like, nah, you can't hang here. And he fucking took off, came back, uh, pumped him in the fucking guts a couple of times, shot him in the head, and then fucking kicked his head on the ground. And then took off. And then fucking, um, bruh, that's some real shit. That How does someone that, that, Korato, no. How does someone from fucking, that has that much effect on a culture, that's given so much back to the hood that he grew up in, and he gets shot in that place, that he has so many employees, he didn't just put on for his hood, right? He just didn't give back to his community. Yep. He built places where people could have a income. Well, he and also how you said he was chilling in front of his store. It wasn't just his store; it was his plaza. That's what I said. Yeah, like yeah, like they're like because the owner of the plaza, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was like, well, cops coming past here all the time. They see he's hanging out, and they come and approach the f- and they say, "We're going to clean that up." And he's like, no, you're not. It's my well, he bought it off him. And then he's like, because, yeah, they're like, we, we don't want you hanging around here no more. Mm. 
Yeah, because that's where they used to hang around. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, <coughs> no, he went back to that hood. <coughs> the same place that they kept getting kicked out of. And he bought that place. Because that was supposed to be a place where bad people hung out. And he wanted to prove that someone who came from that place could fucking buy that place and then employ heaps of people from that area instead of instead of some rich person from from uh, uh you know fucking far-reaching place probably yeah. not even from the city doesn't <coughs> care about that spot just yeah. owns that that plaza yeah it's never just really for paid income. no yeah, mind to it is, is or a tax write-off yeah true yeah and <coughs> So he's he's employed a lot of people, and it's one person that he's he's he, he was in front of people that he spent every every day with. Yeah, he wasn't just someone who um, would come back to the hood, take pictures, and then cruise. He'd he'd fucking obviously his legacy is there to see, yep. and for all the new fans that are coming and listening and shit, it's all there. And to all the people that were saying he was stuck on that gangster music, it that was, was phased out and shit. It wasn't about that. Yeah. He wasn't talking about gangster shit. He was talking about, well, you can be these people and then become yeah. anything. You've got to look into it. It's like, as he says in his songs, like, <laughs> listen to this. Like, You have to re-listen to the mm. songs to find the real meaning. Yeah. It's like I was um, saying earlier, Hez says, I'll... Um, take you across the tracks and we can bust some faces mm. and people might think well take you over there so you can like shoot people or like get in fights or whatever bust faces but it's like what's Spend what's money. on the color what's on the currency yeah it's faces mm. we're gonna bust these like we just yeah yeah it's like benjamin mm. yeah so you got to look into that and in that thing he's saying to his enemies come we'll have fun and then you can see my vision and he has done that too like in uh, LA mm. or California yeah all those bloods and crips yeah like coming together going all right let's stop this let's try and make business together forwards yeah like Killer Mike was trying to do with his <coughs> show and all that stuff Crip Cola and then he did the blood one as well yeah um, and in New York as well all these gangs coming together like people that the police probably didn't even think that would be able to resolve their issues. They're just like, fucking, let's do this. Let's, let's just make this legit yeah. and use our people power mm. and popularity. To well, I think, make I think because now we're, we're in a, <coughs> we're in an age now where a lot of the, the rappers and the, the sports stars, are fucking of an age where they're leaders now, right? So the people in the 90s, the 80s, 90s and shit, where, like, shit was proper hip-hop and fucking... And they had heaps of money, right? So they're fucking schooling this generation now where they had they had that same level of fun, but then they can relate to that, but fucking, um, you know, and then... And then give that business knowledge, you know, not not the fucking, not the, bro, because rappers and sports stars <coughs> are in an age now where hip hop is a big influencer in pop culture. Mm -hmm. 
Because when we were growing up, it was rock and roll. It was country music. Yep. Like, that was it. Um, well, country music because of our parents. but No, but still on the charts. Yeah, Leanne Rhymes. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, um, so, um, hip-hop was in a different sort of stage of its maturity. Yep. So, hip-hop has matured now to a point where we, we now have we now have the uh, the Keith Richards types. We now have the the um, Mick Jagger types. We now have the old school rock, or we now have the old school hip hop old heads that are still in touch with the like Snoop. He's still in touch yeah. with what's new, but he's he's he learned a lot from from how hip hop transitions across the world yeah so well snoop was able to um keep reinventing himself to be marketable to everybody right so it's the snoop mm. line and he does um djing and stuff as well yep. um he's definitely yeah. well yeah he he knows how to yeah find a way to make a check <laughs> no not only that oh, he's he, he does being in everybody's business oh he has to yeah that's how you stay relevant yeah because he wasn't, yeah, like, I mean, and props to him for doing that. Like, that's, that's, it's not easy. Because a lot of people fell off and then came back. You know what's crazy, like, um, uh, like, uh, Red and Meh. Yeah. Like, how high? How high too? They were shopping for riders and, um, Redmond and Meh were reading all these scripts like nah it's not not funny enough it has to be better than number one nah not funny enough not funny enough and it's now gotten to a point where the production company so obviously they own a percentage of how high but the production companies own the majority so they they own the rights to the movie so because that process took too long for whatever reason it's now going to be Lil Yachty and someone else I can't remember who else so it's Lil Yachty and fuck I can't remember why I can't remember why it's not but like that's what happens when you fall out of the culture or when you fall out of relevance like they just fucking go to the next people yeah car shippers would have been fucking approached for that eh like even no, but even how big fucking red and meth are. Yeah. Like that's what my point is. Like, meth meth man is part of Wu Tang. Yeah. Like the, he's he, that's hip hop. Foundation. And, and yeah. Foundation. And red man in his own right, that's hip hop. Yeah. Well, he's part and of. They Wu-Tang. got brushed past. He is part of Wu Tang. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. Step to the side because of yeah, the people with the money. Yeah. Who don't actually know what is. Well, not only relevant, what is actually going to make their money in the end. Yeah. Try these models that they've always worked with. Yeah. But they're not going to work now because everybody's sort of waking up and going, well, no, no, we don't want the watered down stuff. We want the real stuff. Um, That's why you're seeing a lot of rugby league players. And like I told, I remember when I told you, like vlogs are gonna be something that are big one day. Yeah, yeah. 
And I'm not even talking just because of Casey Neistat and all those people that are massive and shit. But I meant like for everyday people. Like it's going to be something that's like the face, that that's Facebook. Right? Like vlogs are going to be something that's important to a brand. So why KTR are doing it? Um, Jordan Carr, who's doing it. Uh, YKTR are a clothing brand that was uh, uh, started from rugby league players. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Jang Seguiaro, yep. Corey Norman, and Isaac John. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they started a clothing label. So, they've been vlogging the whole process of their business. So, starting from just rugby league players, Isaac John runs it majority because he's retired. Yep. Yeah. Corey Norman and uh, Chico still play, so they're still in the league. Um, so they vlog from being rugby league players, starting a business, the process, you know, just knowledge, you know. Um, you know what's uh, funny though, the um, James Seguiaro, you know how he hadn't been playing for the Sharks and stuff. That's like salary cap. Yeah, but then they're like, oh, well... Oh, he's just been pouring coffees down the beach. And he blah, owns blah, blah. that cafe. Yeah, yeah, it's just like... No, no, he... He's no, he owns it as well. Yeah, yeah, because he owns... Because, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. go in because it's team sport, right? Rugby league is a team sport. Mm. So, I mean, if you're around all these like-minded people and you're all... You just end up working for each other yeah. and stuff in the end. I oh, reckon. But they, yeah, because he owns, because that was his, because a part of that vlog too actually shows how a big interest of his is, uh, you know, owning his own cafe. Yep. So he bought into one. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah, I mean, going back going back to the point, like um, Jordan Carr, who has a vlog as well. Um, yeah, like, uh, uh you know, uh, fucking NBA players have vlogs, NFL players have vlogs, um, um, you know, musicians have vlogs and that. It gives, because we're in a new market, right? Well, Wiz Khalifa's had one for uh, yeah, I mean, day to day. Years, yeah. yeah. So, um, like, and they, they were the pioneers of that shit. Proper. Yep. Like him, like that MGK. Was before he was famous. Too. Yeah. Before he was famous. <coughs> MGK too. I only um, knew him through his music. And you're like, oh yeah, it's this day to day YouTube thing. I'm mm-hmm. like, holy, what the fuck? Yeah. How the fuck? Because, bro, like, that's, that's to learn, yeah, bro, because you have to fucking be connected to the fucking culture. Yeah, because staying connected to the culture is more than just releasing music every couple of months now. Um, so, the, the artists that thought ahead of the game. Uh, you know, uh, reaping the wa- reward. Because back then, people were like, who's this? Because, bruh, remember, remember at a point where if someone saw you taking a photo of yourself, like, you, look at this vain motherfucker. Like, well, that's dumb, right? Like, yeah. Because the, the selfies are so normal now that, that. Still weird to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because, you know, it's, it's, I should even do so that I myself. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't take selfies. Yeah, I, I tried for a bit. I'm yeah. like, nah. Well, I don't take selfies, or I d- uh, the only time I take selfies is if I'm sitting next to one of my kids or my wife, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, 
but you know that's where vlogging was yep. at a later point yep. where people were like who are these vain people videotaping every part of their day um but then that became the norm and 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 now those are the the, the that's the selfie game right now the vlog that's the that's the thing like that's because brah yeah 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 you're being able to promote brands so you got ad revenue you're being able to uh represent what you believe in to the demographic you're pushing your message to so you got that and then you're also able to use the skills you gain in that in that uh market to then move onto other things so it's a good platform for 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 so many things because i think without mgk's one he wouldn't be an actor yep. people wouldn't have seen his character or his how he how he is but yeah that that just and gives how him funny a lot can of be. yeah a lot of um yeah people give out their headshots and all that sort of stuff um yeah minutes like you know content of him being himself yeah in many different ways and they go oh can you just be yourself doing this oh okay then can you act like this oh okay well that's just perfectionism as well yeah i mean and and not only that he's he's dedicated to this shit right yep. so he'll do his study and he will you know because he's got to be david bowie and he's got to be fucking yeah david bowie uh He's got to be Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Yep. And then he's got to be this person in um, Rogues. It's like this series. Roadies, sorry. It's like a, a TV series on Stan. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's in that. And like. Um, oh, in the Bird Box. And he's in Bird Box. So when, you know, going back to like his beef with Eminem, I don't really want to talk about that because I feel like. Um, Eminem fans uh, really got in stand mode when that shit happened. Just carried him over the line, bro. What the fuck? Like <laughs> that was gammon. Yeah. Like tell you, tell you what. Like that was that shit. And for the way old that they shit. Act and for <laughs> old shit too. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, okay. Like I respect Eminem. I got heaps of respect for him, right? For for what everything that he did for white rappers everything he did in the game without being a white rapper all of it but um i feel like with certain things they can like especially hip-hop people think they can only be one white boy at the top and and like i don't think eminem and like this is saying it with respect to eminem right i don't think he'd be held in the same esteem as he is now if he wasn't white he was yep. a black fella and he made songs like um well his flows his lyrics weren't that good his flows well, and he made he made really crazy he made yeah. really whack he talks songs. about killing people all the time and oh, shit and that and bow, doing fucking bow, bow. bad shit all that um like lose it yeah all, all of that stuff like that well, speaking of that, like all the stuff that he got away with saying in songs and acting them out in film clips and all that sort of shit. Yep. Um, I, ju I saw this clip 
on Instagram today of this guy um, walking around with a fucking something in his pants to make it look like he's got a ha- fucking hard cock. Walking around the beach and like sticking in people's faces and all that sort of stuff. I mean, if you then w- walked up to the cops with it and all that, and he's just like, oh, whoa, 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 what? I mean, if that was a black guy, he would have been fucking tackled to the ground. Yeah, straight away. Yeah, it would have been dealt with really quick. Yeah, I mean, like, and 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 even to right, if Eminem was an artist today, there's no way he would be who he is. Oh he's no, talking about no, because he's talking about oh, all of yeah, that stuff yeah, he said yeah, about yeah, Kim, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. None of that would be accceptable today. Yeah. Me None too of it. Stuff, yeah. yeah, all of that. No, well, that me, me too. too Women right. shoot it up. It's just really basic. Yeah. Don't talk about us like. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, How? and then, and then, and then his legacy is not even anything. Yeah, they don't go back to his old tweets and stuff. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, like, and it's it's obviously it's all driven by. Um, traffic what's going to bring people in they don't they don't really care about the fact they'll paint anybody because like Jack DeBellin right in the NRL it's a good point like NRL are just like it's just a knee jerk reaction where they're like oh fuck we've had so much bad rap on our sport we need to do something real quick they are the scapegoats too compared to the RIU and um, and AFL they don't they get way more press and negative press than the other two codes. Probably no, not because of the <coughs> bad stuff that's happening. I mean, there's an ice problem happening in the Victorian fucking football league. Yeah, bro, because they're like, oh, we're pumping the players full of ice before no, they go on the field. Like it goes back to it goes back to the same shit. Imagine if they did that in rugby league. No, but in rugby league, it, it it's making them money on the media side. That's why they keep pushing it. Yeah. In AFL, like all 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 of the insiders know that that AFL scandals are fucking more abundant. They're making more money than NRL players. There's more of them on a team. They're the same age bracket. They're mm, in from yeah. the same country. Yeah. They've been same brought privilege. up in the same boys mentality yeah. and pri- where they're constantly yeah, on camp, footy thing. camp. You fucking yeah. with your boys. Do you travel you with your boys everywhere. You get gummers easy yeah. finish. So the, it's the well, same fucking mentality. Well, Andrew Fafita learnt that when he went to England. Yeah, but... He got a- rolled. Bro, AFL, and like we were talking about with Joe last week, AFL are just way uh, ahead of rugby league yep. in terms of marketing, in terms of keeping things hush-hush, in terms of managing things inside of the AFL yep. instead of just letting the media fucking sort it out. Because the media is the reason why Jack DeBellin can't play. Because like, I don't even like the follow, right? Yeah. But it, it, there's 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 a system, and the system's fucked up when it comes to his situation, because he is uh, now facing two years. He's an Origin player. He's a current New South Wales player. I'm not saying uh, again, and I don't I don't like him as a player, but he's a current he's a rep player. So he's got a lot to live for to play for to 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 live up to all of that yeah. 
and and that's been taken away from him before he got found guilty because they made a new rule after he even began this process. So they found out about it in October, November last year. And then the rule change happened after all of that Panthers shit and everything. Either way, the rule got changed before the season started. So then Jack DeBellin is now suspended for two years or until he gets found not guilty. But like he... Yeah, yeah. And and, um, Sandor Earl... Right, Sandor Earl just made his day deb- uh, his debut for Melbourne Storm on the weekend. Right, I, uh, and and when you look at what happened at the Sharks, the Sharks were in the same boat where there was peptides, all all of that shit. Right, Sandor and even Earl. Paul Gallon only Sandor Earl got was the, got all that time. Yep, and he Gallen was at the he was in the prime. He was he a good been player. Full of that shit. Oh. oh. The b- and and what did I tell you when we were teenagers or, or when, when we were coming up? Like, how many players have we played with and against that have played NRL or Super Rugby? And from one year, they got put in a program. The next year, you're in the same program. But, you know, they're fucking... Like, Junior Sow, how, I'm not naming names. His old Junior Sow played for fucking Newcastle Knights and um, Kiwis and... And he played for Melbourne Storm for a little bit. He's playing overseas now. Um, but like those fellas, like they 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 put in the hard yards, proper bulked out themselves. Where like, and you can tell the people that did cycles because they peaked really quick. And we were watching them. We played with them, and the next minute they were in Q Cup, and you're like, how the hell did you just transition like that? And then they're already burnt out before they even make the NRL. Yeah. And you know they did cycles. And like it's been in the game for a long time. Like and and there's like they've just like the UFC. It's like it's they're getting smarter and like Because yeah. T J Dillashaw just got done. Yeah. How long has he he's been at the top of the game for a while too? So he yeah. And and, and he's his is a champion. That's another champion. Yeah. Like, yeah, like how how long is it gonna take before we we sort of get ahead of the game? Because there's always gonna be that. You know, because there's people that talk about like David Robinson. Oh yeah. Saying that he was on cycles and he was and a like big dude, but he was solid. Yeah. So like. It it affects how the many first sports, of its kind, baseball, really. fucking everything. The first of its kind. Yeah, I mean, like the um, what's his name, Giannis. He's the um, mo- Giannis is the modern day David Robinson. Oh, Giannis is, <laughs> Giannis is like David Robinson and Dirk Nowitzki, oh fucking no. Kobe, fucking yeah, bro, because he's tall, he's got dribbling skills, he's got skills like a short. When collar. he spins, he's he got a shot. He holds the ball out. Mm. I mean, how much space does it cover? Yeah, that's like a bloody, like a six foot radius there in like one. And he's got timing on his blocks too. He doesn't, he doesn't do the the normal block where your hands are already above your head and then you jump. Mm-hmm. He watches the ball, and then he tracks where it goes, and then he blocks it. Well, because that gives you more momentum too. 
yeah. when you're at the top, you launch and your you get arms, the and then you keep going like an inch further or something. Well, yeah, because the dunker can read the defender. If he's jumping up with his arms up, it's already there, and it's either left or right. But with Giannis, when he jumps up, his arm's like half cocked, so it doesn't matter where you go. He's like following it, and then he just like Spots. proper swat. Yeah. yeah. On the way up still. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's a lot of people that got good, you know, when the refs weren't really looking at the... um. When the ball's transitioning from up to down. Mm. So when it's sitting still... No, that's then that's goaltending. Yeah, that's what I mean. The refs didn't used to look at it as hard as they did as they do today oh because they have there's to fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. so many guys that can do that yeah and they've got really good at doing that too mm-hmm. they're going yep now stop bang and they just got to unlearn that mm. well because Giannis Giannis and all those guys are changing those positions yep so the the stand and post and the shack kind of yep, that's half time <laughs> <laughs> uh so the the, the Shaq kind of moves, or or like um, the the Charles Barkley kind of moves, where they'd back up to the defender, you know, they travel up, they you know, bounce them back up to the defender, choose a side, fake to one, go to the other, hook shot or long. Yeah, but that, that's Shaq slowly was a big phasing guy out. That was quick, yeah, around no, his no, core. No, 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 yeah, 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 but like you got people coming up like um. Like Zion Williamson, yep. he's gonna be like like he's take that shack. to a new level, yeah. right? Except not so tall. Oh, but you know, as he grows, oh, he's only kid. He's, That's what he's I mean. Young twenties like and he's shit. When you get taller, you get lankier, and yep. you have to travel quicker. Mm. But he's like Shaq's power in a smaller body. Yeah, and he can. He's at the moment he's smaller than Jordan. Well, so. the the difference between Shaq and and Zion Williamson. Zion Wilson has learned how to be a guard first. So Shaq's been a forward. Because Zion Williamson is life. actually guard height. Well, he's he no, plays he, like a fucking. He's a giant. Because he's, you know, if he played in the league, if he played in the league this year, right, he'd be the second heaviest. True shit. Two hundred ninety pounds. Two hundred fifty. Two hundred ninety. He'd be the big. Bro, he's 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 built. Yeah. And he's still growing. Yeah. Like that's what I'm talking about. Shit, like yeah. He'd be the second heaviest in the league. Imagine him like as a today. Mike Tyson, as a shit, that's training him, him to do something. He's got the quickness and shit, he's, got, yeah. he's got size people can't. He would as kill deceptive. people. He would yeah. kill people. And that's what that's what and he's got a shot. Yeah. He's he's Ben Simmons on steroids. Yeah. And so that's hard to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Zion doesn't have to do that because he's got RJ Barrett. No, 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 but he's taking those shots. He's taking yeah. all but those outside mean? shots. Like he doesn't have to. Mm. People will go over there. Yeah, but Ben Simmons has got JJ Redick. Yeah. JJ Redick can no, shoot no, no, from no, anywhere. But I mean, if you've got... So Dirk doesn't mm-hmm. isn't always the only three-point shooter out there. Yeah. But yeah. he can take those shots. Yeah. So he's got other people that take the heat off him, but still... And vice versa, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's good having numerous long range shooters yeah and that's why that's why Golden State uh, Golden State yeah because they got more three point shooters everybody on their court is three point shoot oh and they've got that shit locked down like because and I think like 
No, no, nobody. Oh, well, people who proper watch the game, <laughs> they don't, don't, don't miss well, that because because the because the eighty percent is a three point line, like that's better than than anybody's ever seen. Yeah, you know? but and and that that shows a lot in for and against. But people and then people uh, see that more than the defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't take away from the defense because if they didn't have those rebounds. They wouldn't have the for and against or that lead that they do get is because they work hard on the other side. And like when they added Cousins in 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 oh. in the fold, he's yeah. rebounds on both ends. Yeah. Like KD is like offensive rebounds. He's just he just when when they've got it's the so ball, quick. he can snipe the he can <laughs> he'll be standing on the three uh, point line. So skinny, <laughs> <laughs> so skinny, oh man. Four oh man, pound for pound. <laughs> I thought LeBron was like, yeah, the ultimate athlete. Like, any fight, he would train him up to be able to win any fight. And then KD, I'm like, well, if it's by weight, <laughs> KD is the person that you want in your fight because they will just annihilate anyone. Mm. He, he is. Because then I think, too, like, not to take away from LeBron. Like, LeBron's the man. Yeah. King James, whatever you want to call him. But, like, he did get carried off for having cramps. Like, he was stretched off for having cramps. KD is just a different animal. Yeah. He'll play through different pain. Because he's, he's, he's stronger mentally. He's, like, I think he's the best player. Yeah. Like, uh, I'll give him some props there. Influential player. Well, LeBron is the best market. Yeah. LeBron is the best brand in the NBA at the moment. But KD is the best player. Because he's got everything. He's got defense. He's got attack. He's got. He knows when to play hard. And then when he doesn't have the hand, his assist tally goes up. Like he, he's just, he's just basketball smart. Well, for he's him to go to a team with Steph Curry, um, Thomas Thompson. Mm. Um, Who's Iguodala? the big one in the middle? Iguodala can oh, shoot Iguodala from outside. Oh, he replaced Cousins. Iguodala, right? So, I mean, oh, well, he's got to do pretty good time. to get there. Mm. Yeah. He replaced Iguodala, and he would be on any other team as a starter. Um, so, that... Fuck. Yeah. And, and Iguodala was there through the first few wins, mm. like series wins. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's a big, there's big shoulders to replace, and mm-hmm. he put him on the bench and became the best number six. Yeah. <laughs> like he, that's that's pretty good to be the best number six. Oh well, he was he, he was probably the, the best bench. number six when he was at Philly. Yeah. Oh like yeah. Iguodala was a good like Iguodala won a dunk comp when he was at Philly. Yeah. He just had a presence about him. He just he was the man. Like he, he half court shots. He he. When he was at Philly, he had heaps of buzzer beaters. Like, he was just that that dude. And then he went to Warriors. And just like KD, they all figured out exactly what they're... And they're all stars. And they all want to run shit. But they all figured out their fucking lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've all run with it perfectly. And well, a lot goes to Steve Kerr. But a lot goes to Steph Curry. Because oh. he is the one. And, and Thompson. He because gains the respect, he's gained everybody's respect. Yeah, and he's going well. I'm going to lead the team, mm. and 
you're all like a freaking Tim Hardaway yeah. sort of thing. Well, but the because Tim Hardaway did well, it on teams that weren't that good, and mm. then Shaq came and he's like, made it happen. Yeah. Well, um, Steph Curry is Jonathan Thurston of the NBA, yeah. right? So Steph Curry, people are like you're too small, you're too skinny, yeah, you're not gonna make it. You've got a good shot, but but you you have to be able to you know run a proper screen or hold a proper screen for someone else. You got to make sure your teammates um rely on you too. So then he did the JT thing, fucking worked his ass off and got where he is yep. now. And not only where he is now, he's 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 definitely top three right now. And uh, and at one point he was number one. Had to be. But injury and that, like he's overcome a lot of injury as well. Yep. But him and Thompson are part of what grew that team. Yeah, for sure. So he's always got to get props for that. Yep. He's got to be a Hall of Famer for that. Yep. The Splash Brothers, I mean, they were famous for their sh- like three-point shot ability before their actual game plan and all that stuff was given props. Because everyone just like, oh, maybe we just sink shots. And it's like, no. You sink the shots out here so the big guys can fucking score way more points in the middle. Because that's all the game plan is for when you're th- shooting three three pointers. Well, not only that, they they figured out, bro. Look, and going back to what Junior was saying with their defense, they figured out because they're really good three point shooters, they have to work out exactly the best route to get an offensive rebound. Yeah, yeah. And they've got that sussed, just exactly the same as Melbourne Storm figured out the wrestling move. Yep. Hey, you tip them on their back. Melbourne Storm changed the whole game with that shit. Mm-hmm. And and the Warriors changed that shit too because the Kings, like Sacramento Kings have adopted that. And De'Aaron Fox, like I don't know if many people follow De'Aaron Fox, but dude is a killer. He's a left-hander. He can drive. He can cross anybody. Shoot outside shot is sweet. Sacramento Kings have adopted that philosophy or that game plan. And they're killing it now. All right. They Sacramento. Did they make King. the playoffs? Yeah, like my eye has been. <laughs> like oh, I've been I'm watching asking, the East know. a bit yeah. too much. Yeah. Because, like, I'll check. You know, because 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 the Bucks aren't doing too well. Yeah. Um, I want to make sure that I'm giving as much fucking attention as I can to the Bucks and Giannis as possible because I want him to win MVP. Yeah. Like um. He deserves it. Well, he's Westbrook been the most consistent. He lost oh, two West- games in a row. Well, Westbrook, that that, like he's done awesome, and so yeah. has Harden. Yeah. Right, Harden, Westbrook, they're still in the race. Like it's it's still going. It's it's still like a, a decider, and that's why I'm putting my attention towards Giannis because he deserves it Con- consistently throughout the year. It's it's that's Giannis because that's a losing team, and he's still giving you everything. Like, that's that's that's. That's what you want. That's yeah, an MVP. Yeah. And and not only that, that's all-star numbers. That's all-NBA numbers, all-American numbers. That's all-defense, t- all all-offense. Every team that there is, he can be mentioned in because yeah. he's got the numbers and the minutes. And he well, puts in... For a forward to... Well, power forward for mm. that. 
to be scoring that many points and then assists as well. Um, yeah, geez, that's pretty good. And that says a lot about a player to be that big and be in a small market. Yeah. Because, I mean, rebounds are expected, right? Yeah. But, I mean, you've got to work on your strength because, yeah, you've got your cousins and all that sort of stuff to contend against. Mm -hmm. Just naturally big people. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. That's it. Yeah, but like, if 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 Giannis was playing for LA, his third party deal would be so much bigger, right? Like he'd be making so much more money outside of the NBA if he was playing for the Lakers, Warriors, um, you know, Bulls even, like shit. Well, the Kings came ninth last year. Oh. No, uh, top eight. Top eight. Yeah. yeah so they just out. missed out. So yeah. that's pretty good for the Kings, who haven't had a good team well, for a long time. The building year was last year. Yep. They recruited De'Aaron Fox last year. De'Aaron Fox. So his rookie year was with, but he was number two. He was number one. Oh no no no. Sorry, he was number three. Okay. So it was um, Markel Fultz, and then it was uh, Lonzo Ball. And then it was De'Aaron Fox, number three. And De'Aaron Fox probably should have gone one or two. Yeah, well, Is that good? work for the Kings. Well, who's Markel Fox? <laughs> oh. And he plays for 76ers. What? And being from Australia, we follow 76ers. What? And man. who knows Markel Fox? Nah. And bruh, like I saw him play in college. He's a good player. But something happened. Once he stepped up and... Um, just something happened. He, 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 and it was he, it was me all mental because he changed his shot. And and everyone was giving Lonzo Ball shit for his shot. Yeah. And Markel Fultz, who's got picked number one, he changes his shot. And then... He's not used to that pressure. He fucking hasn't... He doesn't see that minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah, bro, fuck. So, yeah, I mean, you... you, you Darren Fox is is, you know, someone you you got to look on and come up. All right. Yeah. Well, playing for the Kings now. Yeah. I mean, they either got to lock him in and do a Thurston. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is and a franchise player. Yeah. He's definitely a franchise and build player. Build his honesty with him. Bro, this guy has, bro, he's crossed up everybody. This Quincy like crosses everybody. He's driven. Oh, like everyone's trying to dunk him and he always uh, sorry everyone's trying to block him and he, he always finds a way to get that body contact uh, separation and then put the ball on the board in the perfect spot like fuck he, he's yeah he's a guard left hander people can't deal with that yeah it's like yeah it's like fighting, yeah, you're a southpaw, you're not sort of used to facing. He jabs on the opposite side. It's like um, yeah. on rugby league, there's um, one side that you put your strong defenders because that's the natural passing side <laughs> for a right-hander. But people that can pass with their left hand, you put on the other side and it catches the worst defenders off. Yeah. And but also too... Um, if you're lucky enough to be able to step off your left foot, 
people can't judge it as well. Yep. So, and I was lucky enough to I write and throw a ball with my right hand, or I kick a ball with my left foot. Yeah, same. So, um, patching, uh, passing naturally, uh, right to left. People see that and see the natural movement and assume I'm right-handed, so I'm right-footed, and they can't pick the step. So you fucking, you know, there's there's a lot of variations to to players that you know make a big difference when it when it comes to playing to your strengths. Like the comparison we always go back to between Cooper Cronk and Jonathan Thurston. Like Cooper Cronk is fucking structured and he has a way that he prepares and does things and Thurston to be like prepared and and ready for all scenarios the same way but if things change uh, Cooper Cronk's like I've got to stick to my guns and Thurston's like I can change and adapt and, and then but then you get the team around you that can change and adapt but see that's the thing like that 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 was our 2015 team yeah but like injury and people leaving, salary cap, all of that shit. Because you know people don't they got people the don't players. remember. Right, like Tamari Martin and um, Cliff. So in two thousand and in two thousand and eighteen, right? Oh no, 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 sorry. In two thousand and seventeen, the year we made the grand final, we had used that many players that there was no more money in the salary cap. Like none, mm. because because teams already have like, not only that do they leave like a small budget for injury and they call up people from Q Cup, but they also have this little insurance that NRL give them. If they go past that, Cowboy use Cowboys used all of it, so that was Thurston, that was Scott, that was Justin O'Neill at parts of the, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was Thurston and Scott for the most of the year. That's big. That's both your captains. Yeah, and that's, that's Justin O'Neill. That's a lot of money. That's, that's fucking that's not huge out money. The, out there. Justin O'Neill in portions, with concussions and and knee injury. And that's a lot of money too. Uh, Winterstein, on and off for injury. Like they had used that much money that they used all the insurance money as well. So, that's the type of year they had in 2017, and they made the grand final. So when it came to 2018 and JT and Scott were back, everyone else is fucked because they've been doing a preseason since November, and they're like, "Holy, what the fuck!" Like, like damn, we just barely got through this fucking year, mm-hmm. and then add the pressure of being JT's last year, and then Morgan getting put out for the most of the year. Yeah. Um, Scott has got all this pressure on him. Um. You know, Ethan Lowe and Cooper and all those guys have all this pressure on them. Ethan Lowe's gone. Lachlan Coote's gone. You know, like... And also, we did a big preseason with Ben Barber. A massive preseason with Ben Barber. And for that kind of calibre of person to just disappear, and then we have to put a 5'8 at fucking fullback. Yeah. Like, and one of people the forget best that shit. Up and like coming five eights too. Yeah, I mean Clifford's got to be, other than um, Taylor mm. down in um, Gold Coast. Yep, them two 
would be the next Queensland number sevens. Mm. You have to. Well, because they need to run the ball for the forwards yeah. to chase them. Yeah. And get through the holes. Yeah. Because they, yeah, they can good, do it. They're good hole runners. Yeah. They're good. Yeah, yeah both And they of can them. defend. Mm. And they're young still, and they can defend. Yeah. And that's that's the future. Um, but then yeah, Tamari Martin should he is your natural um, five eight. So you, you want him to bulk up. And then you said, oh, no, go fullback. So it's like, oh, you got to stay light on your feet. So it's like you're just mixing him up. So he can't play his natural position. Um, and you're going to fuck his knees up. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. And it's crazy because I just watched um, uh, Matty John show on Sunday night. And they're talking about Damien Cook. Or Damien Cook was the guest, uh, the special guest. And they did a one-on-one interview with him. When he came in the league, he played center, he played fullback, played halfback, played 5'8", played all these positions. And he couldn't crack a side. He's been with Panthers, Bulldogs. Um, he was with another he, team. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's a good player. Like, he what found the his, fuck? yeah, hook and, and then, niche. And then he went to Rabbitohs. And, um, like, uh... You know, after playing all those positions, finding hooker and, and then playing hooker and then having to um, fight for a spot or, or play with Robbie Farrer because Robbie Farrer was there at that time. Yeah. And then Anthony Seabold pulled him into the office and was like, you're my hooker. You're not competing with uh, Robbie Farrer. And then as soon as he got that confidence that I'm a hooker, look at him now like that is crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's and going back to last week, when you say that Milford isn't a million dollar player, I just don't think Milford is a five eight. He's a million dollar player. Yeah. He's a fucking good player, but he's just not a five eight. Yeah. True. He has. They have to look for a new position. They 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 yeah. have to. Because they did that successfully with Lockyer, and they think that they can replicate that. Mm. But Lockyer was a way different person. Yeah, but Lockyer was a half before he went to fullback. Lockyer had to go fullback because Alan Langer and um, yeah. Kevin Walters, Walters were yeah. there. He had no chance. Yep. So he had to play fullback because um, Julian O'Neill left. Mm-hmm. So that's how he got that spot. And like Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith was a halfback for Norths. And and Bellamy w- brought him to... Or uh, Terry Madison was the uh, scout at Norths. Because um, Terry Madison was talking to Dad and shit when, yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I remember so, that. Um, yeah, Terry Madison brought Cameron Smith to Melbourne Storm. And, um, yeah. And then uh, Craig Bellamy was like, you know, there's a harp up. Matt Orford was there. And Matt Orford was yeah, doing yeah. really well. Yeah. And then their hooker got injured. And Cameron Smith got the spot. And,. Yeah, I mean, as soon as Craig Bellamy saw him play in the hooker position, he's like, this is you, like, this is it. And um, look at him now. He's the top point scorer of our league in history. It's true. Yeah. Like More than Al Masri, who was a winger and therefore a scorer. And a finisher. Yeah. Uh, and so a and person a and a goal kicker. Oh, because, yeah. So uh, how can you do that? Yeah. And Cameron Smith, uh, Matt Orford was the kicker for Cameron Smith's first three seasons. Three seasons. So, 
Holy shit. Uh, but uh, Cameron Smith scored a lot of origin points. Yeah. He scored a lot of international points. So, like, if you ac- accumulate all of that, he eclipses El Masri by a, a fucking a long shot. 100 miles. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. like, um, yeah. I mean, going back to sort of... You, you really have to find a, a, a good player their position and you have to give them that, that patience position, yeah. yeah like i mean yeah yeah you can't just um like darius Boyd. you know he he played winger played center play he's a good fullback and then they wouldn't have known that and, unless he had that opportunity and then did it like we all thought growing up justin hodges was going to be a fullback through and through that was yeah. him that was his position yeah. and he's one of the best centers Queensland's ever had, because he just Australia's ever had. Yeah, I mean, and and once he he found that, oh, and, and English and did well in it. We thought English would be a fullback. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. And then Definitely. he just kept growing, mm. and then became one of the best ever centers. But English was a, a freak. Like he could play any position, any. Uh, he got Dally M as a five eight. Like he he's a Dally M winner. Being a five eight, and he's a fucking number he's one center and a number one fullback. Man, imagine if he actually stayed with the Storm, and he like he couldn't. Yeah, yeah, he was the fullback at North. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he started as a winger, and then. Um, but he averaged five goals a game. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? It, if <laughs> if the Storm didn't go down the white route and take Slater over Inglis. History could be way different. Yeah, but they also yeah, they like they went. You know what I mean? No, he had to leave. Because no. remember when Cause they, they had that scandal? Then. No, remember when they? Because when they had that scandal. Oh, that's right. It was a huge scandal. Yeah. They had English, the first six yeah. Yeah. Four big players. Yeah. All Queensland Storm players. Yeah. yeah. And they were under the five. Well, they and, and they Hoffman <laughs> and fucking. But then they kept Slater over English. Yeah, but at that time, you got to remember too that Slater, Slater did that chip over the top for Queensland. But Slater would have gone up to the Cowboys yeah, and would have changed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but was it should have could have. No, but you could have Matty Bowen. Slater would would have gone to 5'8". Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah. Because imagine him, he's he stayed a fullback. Oh, sorry. At Abergarry. Yeah. And he told me he was going to want to be a 5 for a while. And I said, well, you're 5 but you're the fastest 5 I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you need to be, like, running. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, you need to be running. And he's like, yeah, I'm 5 and, and I watched him play, and he passes the fastest ball in the game. Like, this is back Cut in out. the day. Like, you, I remember watching him. He passes the back ball through the front row, second row, all the way to the winger, and everyone was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're not, it's not for you, it's not for you. It, yeah, it's and you. I did that playing for Kent. Oh, sorry. And he, and he, did, uh, and he passed to Brent, the Brenton brother, and he was like, and I was just like, what? <laughs> what is this guy? Yeah, he's like, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. And he was one of the most humblest guys I've yep. ever met in my life. That's awesome. Well, yeah. as a 5'8", too, you get so much hands on the ball. 
when you get to pass it to the better players because the incentive is usually to pass the strongest people in your team yeah. mm. um, and so you're running along right and like you're playing against Townsville Townsville you're playing against Townsville of course no like and <laughs> like just running and then I'm like because I played with played for brothers with this guy um, just running running and then baseball to everybody else and everyone's just like I'm like man this fella's not even catching the about to like throw my hands and then he just catches it <laughs> he runs like to like yeah the 10 meters on the other side I'm like oh man yes <laughs> you saved me <laughs> so it's good having good players on your team that's it they can read what you're doing and you know well, what's gonna happen that's it yeah well what once you and that's the thing about a lot of those good teams is once you have the trust in the person next to you because that's the best thing about Queensland and that was the thing about that's how eight straight you know uh, nine nine wins in ten years that's what that comes from like you trust the guy on your left and right so when you flick the ball you know they're going to be there if if you um, misread a tackle or if you know that you've got to put extra pressure on someone and it's it's a 50-50 call you have to put that extra pressure mm -hmm. just take your person and you know he's going to be there to defend it because it's 50-50 like those yeah because the best, yeah, the best teams I've played in, we got along off the field as well. Like it's, yeah. And you go through, and every team that I've played in that got along off the field, we won grand finals every time. Like I've been lucky enough not to lose a grand final and been lucky enough to play five grand finals. So like, and, and they were definitely the teams that got along off the field and yeah, it just and then it works on the field, because and that's what Warriors have mm -hmm. in NBA in NBA. That's what Melbourne Storm have in NRL. You know that's what fucking you know you know countless teams around the world, All Blacks. You know around the world they trust the person on their left and right. Yeah, and then it just no one can stop them. Yeah, but like uh, yeah. Shit, went pretty hard on the sport tonight. <laughs> so Except what? Um, the start there with the uh, R.I.P. Nips. Nipsey. Yeah, uh, shit. Yeah, back to that. Nah, R.I.P. Shit. But yeah, uh, in terms of music, um, there's been a lot of releases in Australia this month. Um, so Ezra James has got a drop. He's a local Brizzy artist. Sorry. I'm not too sure, and just before, um, not too long before tax time and shit. Yeah, so, and and Romy, Romy's got a new single out. She performed at Suncorp Stadium before the Broncos game. She's got her new single out. I'll, you know, have to be a little bit more prepared next time and give her a bit of a plug on on that. So. Actually, you know what? You know, to prove that we're live right now, I'm going to search the girl, Romy, <laughs> and, um, you know, plug her shit right now. Because, you know, she's the shit. Um, she's really putting on for, you know, Brizzy R&B, holding it down for, for you know, our sound and what we, we're, we're trying to put across. 
and you know that good music. Um, yeah, so you got to uh, bear with me for a second right yeah, here. Yeah, support Romy, uh, Brisbane R&B. But um, yeah, another one come across, Dallas Woods uh, from Wyndham. Oh, Dallas Woods. Tops the alpha put me on oh Dallas Woods. damn, this guy has, is just killing it. He's got like a West Coast um, sort of beat and he's no hooks. He just he just spits flames the whole track. No hooks. And um, yeah, much props to that. Yeah, just come across him the other day and he's signed to uh, Red Bull Music. I didn't even know they had a music brand. <laughs> but they're here in Australia also, obviously. Because um, they're funded in his film clips by the look of it because they're pretty high quality. So his um, song is it called Chapter One. I think just released a week ago. And we watched this other one called Hoodlum. Yeah, that. that oh, damn. And both of them. High quality. Yeah. High quality production, high quality lyrics. Um, t- paints a good story. And um, all the the film clips also match the... The content of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, well put together all around, I reckon. Mm, for sure. So, sh- yeah, shout out, shout out. Dallas Woods. Dallas Woods. The man. WA. I'll yeah. show you later. Yeah, pretty good. But uh, Romy, what's her yeah, song called? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Romy. Shout out to Romy, Brizzy Artist. You she keep running. She at the stage, and, like, before the game? Or? Yeah, so she performed before the game. So the, the single's called You Keep Running. It's now on uh, Hit 105 and, and Nova. Uh, so oh, what um, she sang at half time? Oh, awesome. Yeah, so she sang two songs. So she's got two singles out, uh, Cupid Love and You Keep Me Running. So be on the lookout for Romy. Uh, you know, she's doing big things for our city. So big props to her. Um, you know, she, she's, uh, she was at the Queensland Music Awards the other week. So, oh, um, awesome. yeah, she's, she's representing us, you know, really well. Yep. Uh, so props to you. Um, yeah, Ezra James also got another release coming April. And uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty much it for, for Brizzy at the minute. Um, yeah, both, both artists, yeah. So I mean like, uh, you know, mainstream type, you know, like uh, as we touched on sort of last week, you know, R&B, Hip hop is now becoming the new pop music. Where like um, you know, when we were sort of growing up, pop music was rock, um, boy band, um, pop country, pop country stuff. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, and and hip hop is now sort of matured enough to be a part or a big part of of the pop culture. Because you know a lot of a lot of sports. A lot of a lot of uh, TV shows, a lot of um, movies, and that you know use a lot of hip, more hip hop music in, in in that sort of content. Yeah, exactly. Not not just back the, in the um, day, you know. Yeah. Like watching all the Top culture Gun. itself of it. Yeah. Um. Like back in the day, us watching Top Gun, it's just like rock and roll music or or like different type pop type music. You know, watching Bloodsport. Yeah. You know, that those that kind of movi- music. Um. So like, yeah, I mean like it could be, it could be like uh, even kids movies have a lot of hip hop music in it. Yeah, for sure. So well, I mean, Pharrell it's, it's uh, branched produces out 
Uh, <laughs> Despicable Me. Despicable Me, yeah, yeah. God damn, yeah. So, I like, if, yeah, anyway. And The Grinch, too. Uh, Tyler, the creator. Oh, right. He, he was a part of that. And so was Pharrell. Yep. Um, well, what about, uh, well, Jamie, ah, oh, Jamie, Dr. Dre on yep. Bad Boys 2. Yep. I mean, does that mean Khaled on Bad Boys 3? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's Miami, right? Khaled. Yeah. Well, and it, and, it, and it's already Khaled. filming. It's filming you need now. Khaled for that shit. So it's shit. Miami for fuck's sake. Yeah, well, he is Miami. Yeah, and Ross. And Ross. 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 Yeah, uh, I think the two best products come out of Miami, other than the uh, cocaína. Mm. And plus all that uh, Latina stuff. Well, them two put other people on wealth mindset. Oh yeah, owning them franchises t- and yeah, yeah, those two have mm. like in that. South East sort yep. of part of the country. Yeah. Have promoted that as yep. much as um well Nipsey did on this. Well that's side. what I no no, those Jay's are the people doing on that side. Bruh, that's those are the people I've yeah. given props to. Yeah. But Nipsey Hustle, um so Rick Ross and them showed showed people how to do it. Nipsey Hustle was like, I'll, I'll show you how to get into this. Mm-hmm. So that's what the difference with Nips was. Yeah. He was like, Fucking just didn't have money. And he'll put them on, give them skills, and then they're they're worth something. Yep. So then they can branch off and, you know, go into industry doing their own thing and and then make a big, even more money. So like, like upskilling people is what you need to do. Just showing people and flossing in front of people and spending money in front of people, that's fucking nothing, man. Like. Showing people the avenue how to get there is the, the shit. Yeah, mm. that's for sure. And that's um, well, I think from a small from a young age we're taught self doubt. Mm. Well, like we're taught we're taught a system that you have to learn how to be a good worker, and then you have to show up on time, and you have to work in the structure and follow the rules and do this. Yeah, where it should be learning, you've got something to provide like your creativity you've got something to provide the world yep. you've got something to contribute to everything not just to one company yep. but for you're yourself you're not just a number yeah you are a, a person a spirit mm. your soul the um everything that you choose to affect you like it's you choose what affects you right but you only learn how to respond to things through yeah, your past and stuff but I mean each person can experience the same thing but have it affect them a million different ways um, so we need to take that into consideration way more than we do instead of just smashing through progression mm. um because in the old days, it was like, yeah, men were men. They didn't have feelings and they didn't spend time with their kids. They just worked all the time and all of that sort of shit. <laughs> Close game, man. <laughs> hey, you're smashing them. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Got all the throwbacks. <laughs> They're all wearing their original jerseys and shorts too. Yeah. 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 
2K blimp. <laughs> Good game. Well, Shout NBA out to two K playoffs. Yeah. Speaking of seventy sixes, oh. since you're on the screen, isn't um Simmons stepping up to the plate more now that um Embiid is a little bit off his game? Under, I mean, yeah, yeah. He's not out of the game, but yep. Jesus. Oh well, he. I mean, he definitely has to because yeah. this is his time. He spent countless summers with uh, LeBron. He's 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 pretty yeah he's he's pretty close with LeBron, like in the summers he's training with LeBron, he's 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 doing that thing. That's why LeBron was slowly quietly trying to um, poach him to the Lakers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> quietly, probably still <laughs> is. Well, I mean, LeBron needs to dig that team out. I I reckon he can. Oh, I mean, he just wants his team spirit. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. exactly it. Because team they've spirit. got the people. That the thing they're looking at is is the height. Do you think Walton was making them into individuals, or do you think Walton is just trying to see Walton? Walton played with Kobe. He played with Shaq. He played with Robert Horry. He played with Fisher. He played with all these people that made it work. And he watched Shaq and Kobe argue, and then go on the court and make magic happen. So he's fucking got good experience, good knowledge, good good everything of the game. And he's still pretty young too, so he's got a connection yeah, with he'll the players. Bounce back too. But the whole thing was like the 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 there's too much hype there because there was Magic Johnson, Walton, LeBron, uh, Ball. Lonzo Ball. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people were talking about Ingram, yeah. and a lot of people were talking about fucking. Uh, it was um, Ingram's big year though. He would have done so much better if they just fucking. Didn't ride them every time they lost. Yeah. Because fucking, it, it, it's unnecessary pressure. Like, cause the same thing is happening to the Bulls. And wait, it, you can even take this shit back to the Broncos here in Brisbane. Everything's going the same way. Like they're all playing by themselves, for themselves, for yeah. their spaces. Yeah, like yeah. Every, everybody forgets this is a team sport. Yeah. Like you're not gonna win unless you all have a connection. Yeah. With the people who are left and right. The yeah. 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 So like, in order for him to be as, like, valuable as the million dollar check that he's um, getting every week, you you need to make him look good, and for him to make you look good, you need to see him as a value. Yeah. Because without without um without you guys coming together, it's not going to work as a team. You're going to just look like these guys who like have so much individual strength, but they can't help the team that they're playing. Yeah, and like that's the same with the that's the same with the Bulls. My favorite team. Bro, me too. Like I'm a I'm a hardcore Bulls fan, <laughs> and you know, z- but you know Levine. It's, it's hard to watch. Yeah, <laughs> like Levine and Markkinen. Yeah. We've got good players, um, and we've had Wade come in and out. We had the whole saga with Butler. We had the whole thing with Rose. Um, we had the whole thing with Joe Kim Noah. Like there's been so much distraction. Yeah. We've got really good players. Like in even uh, Jabari Parker, Jabari Parker, uh, he's he's from Chicago and he's good on any team he plays on. Uh, like I, 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 when I was living in Karina, I was I was watching him play high school basketball yeah. on YouTube because this guy was that good. He was like attracting crowds, like yeah. 
like he was a really good player and and he just did a couple of ligaments in his knee uh he played he he, he got uh you know his number one pick but he got picked for the bucks and you know everyone knows bucks don't get much gameplay uh airtime <laughs> and and so that even you know speaks more for what Giannis is doing but anyway like uh J- jabari parker was at chicago and and this guy grew up in chicago and he just couldn't he just it was just too much pressure like it, it's too much outside influence and then everyone's trying to be the man to pull the team like yeah, yeah. And there's, there's too many chiefs yeah too many chiefs. there's so positions the on the court <laughs> for a reason yeah, yeah. There's and the then one posi- game there's five positions yeah, yeah. it's not five people because one game marketing's the hero and then the next game um zach levine's the hero and then the next game fucking jabari parker's the hero and then like they it, it just yeah and, and then they were trying to find out who was going to be what and then it just doesn't Except work just when you try to do that instead of everyone bro, being heroes because <laughs> kd i mean Look at KD. Yeah. That speaks back. volumes for KD. Hell yeah. He's like, I have to adjust my game to fit in this program. But still, he got MVP f- of the finals. Yeah. Like, oh, well, he knows when to be a superstar. That's, yeah. And that's what it takes. And, that's and he actually does wait for the team to go into a slump. He would sit back. I've watched it many times. Yep. Him sit back and physically wait. He'll sit on the bench. He'll sit on the bench for so long. Yeah, and then it's they're like ten ten points behind, and he comes in, and then then now they're twenty points ahead. Yeah, and it's like, oh okay then, yeah, and then KD just plays and then goes sits off, and then they come back. Well, the other day, they were ahead by thirty points, (laughs) and they fucking dropped it. Oh, they dropped off, and uh, they lost. Mm. So. I'm not sure if the betting agencies had a uh, hand in that. <laughs> Since it's uh, game two, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. But they the have crowd, to stretch it out. Yeah. So no, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a long season. How many games? Mm. 90-something games already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100-something games by the end of the finals. That's a long motherfucking season. For these yeah. big, heavy dudes. But you also add uh, All-Stars. You oh. add... Uh, because Olympics is coming up, so you add Olympics training, you add all of that shit, and the superstars are running on close to empty yeah. at this time of year. And it takes the proper superstars to pull proper... Well, it's your personality and your soul that gets you through it, eh? Yeah, I mean... That's why KD is so... Because there's nothing to him, but he's like... He's got a pretty strong soul, I'd mm. say. Oh, <laughs> and, and speaking of nothing oh, to him. No, he, he's, hey. he's a, everything's an extension of him. Oh, is he like the next Space Jam? Tarantula. He no, should be the next Space Jam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think they can find <laughs> 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 No, you know that really, um, prob- that gangly purple one? Yeah, it's Sean Bradley, baby. Yeah. I met him the other day. I met him the yeah, holy shit. He was huge. He is have, huge. Have you seen, have you seen a photo of me next to Sean Bradley? He's like seven yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Seven Wait, two. I was saying now. I was like, seven man, what six? the fuck? Seven six. He's a whole foot taller than Jordan. Holy shit! Oh, 
Oh, this is your meeting. Oh, yes, we should definitely meet and go to LA. And I'm like a little like uh, old school. Yeah, <laughs> starstruck. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. Do I think he's gonna listen to me saying no? Holy Brizzy. shit! Yeah, in yeah. Brizzy. In our Bocas. Bocas. God damn. And he, and he, uh, for for a year. So yeah. Listen. And so he brought the whole family. All right, we can all go. Holy <laughs> shit! Hell yeah. yeah. That's what an awesome experience, though. Eh? Oh, absolutely. But yeah. I'm very young, thirteen years old, six foot two. Holy <laughs> awesome! <laughs> awesome. So he's definitely gonna be in the league. Yeah. 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 Just, just. Yeah. Yeah, just sit oh, down yeah. for a bit. Yeah, did you hear I mean, about... It's um, way... F- I reckon, like, Sammy Rodrajo. Hmm. He came into the NRL at, what age? 20-something, mid-20s. Reese Martin. They come in, and they're full of energy. Their body is in better condition than everyone else. They just got to slog it out, and then, that, like, their career will just keep going. Well, I think um, with, with Reese too, his He's work a ethic, kicker. He will be, like, holy shit. No, but it like his like it, it, back to his work ethic. He's fucking, he's dedicated. I hope so. Because yeah. I mean, I watched the interview he did on um, the locker room with uh, Denon Kemp. So Denon Kemp has a as a podcast called The Locker Room, mm-hmm. and he interviews a lot of uh, past and present NRL players. Well, you know, a good mix of people. Uh, Reese Martin was on there, and he said, uh, "You know, he was with under twenties, and he got the call up to do a preseason with the uh, uh, Bulldogs. And so, um, you know, he was working during the day, just waking up in the morning, going to the gym, working during the day, coming home, going to the gym, going to training, going back to the gym." To the point where the, the, the fucking trainer was like, you got to stop going to the gym. He's like, what are you trying to be, Mr. Universe or some shit? <laughs> like, <laughs> shit. Like, but he's dedicated. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, he knew that once he got that opportunity, he had to step up and do something different. And then they reckon he had the best preseason. And then he played for the Kummels alongside with Tyson. Okay, he'd already done that. He'd like already done that, but like this, this, I think it, maybe it was the World Cup. And then the year after, he did really well for under 20s. And then, um, and then, um, yeah, so he, 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 it's his rookie season. And his fucking rookie season is, is in the running for rookie of the year. Like, you, you can't, you can't, you know. And this year he's 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 already stepped up another level. Yep. He's a run-on player. In his rookie year, yep. he got run-on player to to end off last year. And this year they haven't wavered from it. He's been number thirteen every game. Yep. So like the well, he the missed the first game. Well, just oh. through through injury. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, they got flogged. Yeah, and then he came in, and then they won. Yeah. He is a massive influence, I reckon. Well, because yeah. they're... Yeah, so they're sticking with it. Hell yeah. yeah. Except that one. <laughs> <laughs> Spray. Pork. <laughs> um, no pressure. Yeah. Not this... Oh, Look, he's, he's, he's got something to prove. 
Oh, and I had a look too. He did fucking, he was in the, uh, what do you call it? The Queensland Development, Development Squad. Squad at the start of the year. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, him and uh, the Minister of his Yeah, Sandor Earl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah. no, he's no, 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 close to no, no. Melbourne. Uh, Edric Lee. Edric yeah, Lee. Yeah. Oh. Bro, Edric Lee is skinny, <laughs> but he's strong as a yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> T.I. strength. Yeah, bro. We, uh, so lanky. Bro, he's lanky as fuck, but he's strong as hell. His bones must be heavy. Because, <laughs> bro, we, we um, me and Marion got to, uh, we bought tickets for uh, Aboriginal All-Stars in 2000. And <coughs> The last year is at Suncorp, <coughs> and we got second row. Oh, no, <coughs> yeah, well, front row. And, um, bro, he was on the wing right next to us. Bro, Kunji is skinny as fuck. I was, like, yelling out to him. Oh, he's fuck. Anyway, look. Uh, skinny as fuck. But when you see that contact right in front of you, you can definitely tell he's a strong motherfucker. Like, bounces Kunji's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah, he's all hype. Uh, at the moment, he's all hype. He he, he's probably Smith a good player. Times, oh, no, but... Smith is a small and old yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> the accountant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he's all hype at the moment. Like, he might be a really good player in the future, but, like, at the moment, um, yeah, he's... he's How old is he? He's only young. He's, he's just come up from the lower grade. All right. Yeah, so it's his oh, rookie year. Shit. Yeah. I mean, remember Jamal Idris? They put so much oh, no pressure way. on that fella. Jamal Idris lived up to it, and yeah. he, sh- he 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 was a good player. He yeah. just um he just suffered a bit of mental illness, and and fuck, look, sorry one. Yeah. It's just it's just uh, um he's an example of what they can do. Yeah. He was a good player, fucking good player, and, and all all Sydney respects. <laughs> oh yeah, and you he know, did his growing knee up in Western Sydney, Sydney also like. Yeah, he yeah, grew up Western yeah, Sydney, yeah, so he come from... No, no, for sure, for sure. But that's what I mean. That goes to show what that sort of shit can do. Because yeah. it, can, can, it, it can take over such a strong mind. Like, it can take over such a... Uh, someone who has, is bred for this shit. Because um, sometimes, too, even when he wasn't fully in it, he was still killing it. Mm-hmm. And that's the person he is. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, just not just on skill, um, his awareness really. Mm. He's like very aware sort of person. He had genius ability. He just yeah, yeah. He had the palm. Just didn't have that stride. mental stamina. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And then it ended up breaking down. Yeah. So that's yeah. But well, I'm glad he's found his piece outside of rugby league and stuff. So I yeah. mean, the NRL isn't all end all and be all. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's it. so many people that have made it yep. from it, like Nate Miles. Now he's onto his next yep. thing of um Yeah. And there's many oh, th- th- there's many like good examples F45 of that. and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Many many, many good examples of that. Because, yeah. um yeah, I mean that's I think Inglis is at that stage. Yeah. That's why he retired. Yeah. He's like, like uh, not going to be walking around, in a w- oh, rolling around in a wheelchair. Yep. 
He's like, nah, my body's got to last me until this time. Yep. It's time to hang the boots up. Yep. Why not? Yeah, because yeah, I mean, he's only, he's only my age. You know, he's he's and and he um, yeah. I mean, it was it was awesome seeing, right? Yeah. It was fucking, it was crazy. And the presence that he is, like, not just the person on the field, but I mean, yeah. you know, from Wavell High, through the North, and then to Melbourne Storm, and then Queensland, Australia. Uh, and then Rabbitohs. Yeah. Like he, he wasn't only a part of those teams, he was the best player or, or the yeah. one of the and most Dominic. reliable. Yeah, yeah, everything. Dominic. In the top two on, or on three. On both sides of the game. Yeah. On he both was on the sides. Field. People were worried. Like yeah. <laughs> he, and he was on for 80 minutes <laughs> of each of those games sort of thing. So, yeah. I mean, it's not like he was only on the field. Yeah. He was... On the field for the whole time. Yeah. They didn't want to run at him, kick the ball to him. On the other side, like, they put the biggest defenders on that side just for nothing. Yep. Like, you know, he didn't only, like, achieve NRL. He was so dominant. Yeah. Oh, and he changed that position. He he made, like, he took what Wendell Saylor and Takiri started with the whole big men on the the wings. and, And he... He 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 transformed it into someone. He was a good fullback, right? So when he went into the centres, you give him a small bit of open play, broken play, and he's getting everywhere through that. He's palming people off. He's jumping over them. He's throwing people over the sideline to score a try. And like they just sent these fully trained athletes on the other side. Yeah, yeah. they're professionals. <laughs> he's yeah. making them look like um, not even Q Cup. Yeah. And 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 especially that and like he, and he was twenty, yeah, young. and he was young, yeah. Oh, eighteen. Yeah, like he's got a long career. Yeah, because that that when he was when he was playing for Wavell, uh, or when yeah when he was playing for Wavell, that was the year that Billy Slater chipped over the top, um, caught the ball back <laughs> and scored that try yeah. for Queensland. So. The fullback position at Melbourne Storm, that was his. So, you know, when when Terry Madison picked him up from North, he fucking had to fit in where he could. And Senes was it. And 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 he took. Well, he started on the wing. He played wing, and then got put in the centers, and and that was where he locked in. But then that year when he played five eight, he learned he learned so much that year as a 58 and like like I said before he he, he was a he was the Dally M player of the year as a 58 and then he went back to fullback and center and that and then so he was like he was like Darren Lockyer with proper Size, strength yeah. proper speed um, proper gummy step everything <laughs> like he he had more skills than than Darren Lockyer. Darren Lockyer just had proper game smarts and 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 yeah, experience and yeah. and could do a Cooper Cronk. What like Cooper Cronk did with one arm, what some people couldn't do having fourteen players on the field. Yeah. In the grand final last year. Yeah, steering twelve people to a win. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's what that's the influence Darren Lockyer had. But the influence. Um, GI had 
was like for ca- uh, for Queensland. Mm. Everyone was like, why is he the captain for Queensland? He's too quiet. But watch, he's going to snap. Every time he gets a chance, he's going to lead by example. Whether it be the team's down a bit, he'll go run up, snap somebody, adrenaline pump for yeah. the whole team. And then tie turns. Like he's that player. His influence isn't isn't steering the park around. It's being the example of what the highest caliber of player can be. And that's all he needed to be. Yep. Because he was a very successful captain at uh, Rooster, uh, Rabbitohs for doing exactly that. Because they got Burgess. Yeah. Well, all the Burgess did. Yeah. So, yeah. They've got Reynolds. They've got Sutton. They've got plenty of players that could be the captain, could have been the captain, yeah. but he just led by example too much. Too and they had to pick him. He picked himself. Yeah. Well, the players probably did. Oh, well, he picked himself by leading by example and then everybody else followed him. So yeah. 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 yeah, true. Well, you reckon, who you reckon they're going to make captain? Is it Burgess or well, you reckon Cook? To keep well, Cook yeah, cause it, at the it club. It's, it's got to be either... Because I reckon, I reckon New South Wales might even go Cook and... Um, and um, Reynolds. No, 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 no. Fuck, why is his name escaping me right now? Cody Walker. Cody Walker is on fire at the moment, right? Yeah, yeah. All New South Wales are talking about at the moment is Cody Walker. Like somehow Jimmy Maloney has been put on the back burner and Cody Walker is all they're talking about. So like if... Yeah, Sharks if about it been about as successful though yeah yeah like cody walker last week against the warriors scored four tries he set up two himself and he ran off reynolds oh no, no yeah he ran off reynolds for fucking the other two so fucking um he's a he's a gun oh no no he ran off um cook for two tries and he created two tries by himself so like he's is, and and when he played for All Stars, he was the the their star player as well. Yeah. Like he's he's hitting his straps. Yeah. They give and us some Roberts out of respect, I reckon. Hey. They gave us the Tyrone Roberts out of respect. Well, yeah. I mean, he did play good, yeah. but he was like the vet, and and throughout the whole week, he was probably the leader of the whole community thing that they did. Yeah. Because um. Yeah, shout out to them for doing all of that, you know, and and shout out to uh, Jenny Sue Hooper, who's doing a really good thing in Townsville there, uh, an ambassador for the NRL. Um, shout out to her big brother Simon. He's <laughs> 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 <His> old Simon. <laughs> Getting props off your little sister? Nah. <laughs> no, but yeah, you know, big props to to Jenny Sue. She's doing really good things in in Townsville there, or and and the surrounding communities. For for you know being an ambassador for NRL, she is the very first female uh, Dalian winner as well. So you can't take that away from her. She's played for Queensland, Australia, and you know she's played for Gillaroos. She's played for Queensland. Yeah. She's got Woman of the Match for for all of that, um, and she's a good ambassador for rugby league. So I mean, she works side by side with Maddie Bowen, um, JT for that whole area. Mm-hmm. So props to her for doing that, you know, because that's what we need in Queensland. Because, you know, we're, you know, we need to push out to the bigger community or definitely Queensland that, you know, NRL is at a point where 
we we have to get rid of one Sydney team. There's too many Sydney teams, yep. and that not many of them are running at a profit. A lot of them are getting incentives from the NRL to even stay above water. Mm-hmm. So there there has there has to be either a migration from a Sydney team to Queensland or WA. And 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 you know if if and people like Jenny Sue are helping Queensland's cause of of getting another team here in Queensland, because if three teams occupy a whole state, that you know New South Wales is still well represented from Newcastle all oh the way shit, down to yeah. South Sydney. They got so many teams, Melbourne, Canberra, yeah. um, and then we can look at expansion in WA because that's a a market that hasn't worked in the past mm-hmm. and Gold Coast is struggling at the moment yeah. struggling Gold Coast is struggling and they got a world class so we can't go we, we can't think right that WA too. is going to do any different than no. Gold Coast because we've tried that yeah and, and, well and um, the basketball uh, NBL are putting another Melbourne team in um, I think I'm not sure if they're coming in the coming season or the one after well but that's yeah viable. they're starting to sponsor like, so I'm not sure if um, who the NRL. There's been a b- bidding process and all that sort of stuff, right? Because mm. they um, with this the TV deal, I'm sure they've got to present uh, produce more content. Yeah, but with the TV deal too, like one thing that AFL have over us are the blue chip sponsorship that they get. Yeah. They get sponsored by banks. Yep. They get sponsored by super companies, massive companies. Yep. We lost heaps of that because of the scandals <laughs> and shit. And getting sponsored by the betting agencies. Well, that's all. That's <laughs> the main. That's the main market. They, they are the at the moment sponsors. Yeah. So we're sponsored by a lot of um, betting agencies, alcohol companies, Tui's, VB. Um, you know. Yeah. We uh, so it's a high class game, marketed to low class people. But then you've got your private um, clubs like Broncos who went and got NRMA. They're smart clubs. But as a whole, the NRL. But then that means like they got to really maintain their image. No, that but means they're, that they've they're got gonna a lot. Yeah, but that means that they're going to put the players more into the players. Um, of course, yeah. They've like got, that's why they're they've got a really high like standard. Paying us, so like, nah, you're making examples of people, go. Yeah. It and that goes how big you are. Yeah, you're getting fined. You can't yep. act like an idiot. Yep, you're representing the Broncos. And and that goes back to also when they lose, they get extra criticism because mm-hmm. they've got a higher expectation. Yep. Because Broncos, um, you know, Broncos can make more money in two home games than two Friday home games. Yeah, two Friday home games than many clubs many can do in a whole year. Well, they've been so playing that's two how games. many Thursday night games? And Thursday night games, nobody watches. No, but it, it's they're like... still getting 21 days a year. Yeah. No, exactly. Oh, their opening round, in the opening round, they made more money this year in their opening round than a lot of teams did all of last year. That's the Broncos structure. And their clubhouse, every club gets funded by their clubhouse. The Broncos clubhouse just makes astronomical amounts yeah. of money. Because it's so good as well. Yes, because it yeah, keeps Broncos that League standard. Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It keeps that Broncos it's standard. Too, it's too packed watching Sydney, like, stadium, empty stadiums. Yeah. On a Friday night. 
Yeah. And these people are busting their asses. Yeah, yeah. MSG games are so rubbish. Yeah. Like no one's watching. Exactly. When you're watching all these soccer ones and all that, that it's like, well, the game must be interesting because it's like there's so many people there. They've got nothing better to do. (laughs) (laughs) What else are they going to do? There's so many people and there's nothing to do. Also, like, we're working at, I'm working at uh, a 42 million English company. Yeah. 42 million people. That's in London. In in London, they have 42 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they can can count it for, like, they can put five five teams around in the London city because they'll fill their stadium up. Exactly. Yep. We're not that model. Because they can break down each section. Mm. We're very geographically dispersed. There should be another Melbourne team, if not another Brisbane team. Well, see, that's why I was saying it's viable for another Melbourne NBL team. But, like, um, to kill off teams like Townsville Crocodiles, like, that that was pretty shit. That was huge for North Queensland. That was pretty shit. That was huge to aim for because we had the Cairns Marlins, but even though we were in Cairns, we're like, well... The crocodiles Kim's are in Crocs. the NRL. Yeah. NBL, I'm like, yeah. well, it's Townsville Crocodiles are our team. <laughs> yeah, even though it's like North Queensland team. Yeah, and then um, yeah, uh, Cairns Taipans, you know, moved moved into the league, and then yeah, because um, Sydney Kings did the same thing as as uh, South, you know, where they really went and tapped into their loyal fans, and then their fans ended up fighting and helped in the class action to get them back in the league or to also help them find funding to do that. Um, like, going back to rugby league, like, I think, like, and the reason why I'm talking about um, Jenny Sue and, and, and Bowen and JT is because they're doing the work in the areas where another team can be built. Because we tried the crushes. So two Brisbane teams, maybe not, like, Broncos are it. Like, Broncos have been here since '87. They've built a really strong foundation, and and it's their model that is it established in this. This. And they came from city. nothing too. There was not a Brisbane Broncos before it. They yeah. created the Brisbane Broncos. Yeah. So they were the first Brisbane team. So they're like Canberra no, no, Raiders. Not, it's not like because you like look at Penrith Panthers. You look at. All these other teams, they were actual teams before the formation of the NRL. No, because that was oh, New South Wales Rugby League. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I mean, they, all these other teams were actually like, foundation yeah, teams North from Sydney, the 19th. Yeah. Yeah. North Sydney Bears. From North Sydney. Yeah, they're a hundred yeah. years old. Oh, yeah, they were East. A yeah. hundred yeah. years yeah. old. That's what I mean. So like, yeah, Western Suburbs and all of those teams. Yeah, I know. And like Newtown Jets and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and in Brisbane, but like this one team yeah. got all of Brisbane together, yep. Yep. formed two versions of yep. the Brisbane Broncos. Yeah, and that's how they built their foundation. Yep, is that they brought like everyone from their town, Melbourne's town. Yep. Not only that, from Cairns, yeah, we bought Yeah, yeah. This is everyone's team. Yeah, but what 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 actually put that in? Uh, what ev- what actually put that even in people's minds was Canberra Raiders. So, like, all of Queensland were going for Canberra Raiders. Well, majority. There were a lot of, you know, St. George's... Of, no, like... <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. Those, uh, <laughs> East Coast. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah. But Alf went for Panthers until... um. 
until Alf used to go for Panthers until Brad Fittler moved to the Roosters. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, and that was only because Greg Alexander was at the Panthers too. He was the main dude at that time. Yeah, but like um, yeah, that but that that yeah, like Canberra Raiders, right? They they were the first outside of New South Wales team to be established, and not only that, they were smart enough to come to Queensland and get Gary Belcher and Mel Meninga and um, Steve Walters and fucking Glenn Lazarus. Oh, no, he was playing Got all first Queenslanders. No, he was playing yeah. un- reserve grade here. Mm-hmm. But, like, all those players, yeah, like, they were smart enough to, to not just go to Sydney and look for players. Yeah. And then people were like, hang on, if you're coming into the Brisbane League, BRL, if you're coming to BRL... Because, you know, Wally Lewis was still a big name for Wynnum. And Mel Meninga used to be a massive name for South. So, like, fucking, they're like, wait, if you come in here for that, maybe we should make a team. And then, boom, that, that shit happened. And then North Queensland, North Queensland were like, we need to capitalise on this market. Yeah. And, like, going back to the Crushers, Crushers were just like, because um, ARL, that's when, that's when that's ARL, cool. yeah, yeah. so, cool. no, 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 no. That's when New South Wales Rugby League turned into the ARL. So they then wanted there to be a uh, uh, South Australian team, Rams. Yeah, the Ra- uh, Adelaide so Rams. Yeah, no, oh, that Adelaide. was um, Reds. Oh, no, that was the no, Western, Western Reds. Western. So they wanted to be Western Reds. They wanted to be... So Auckland Warriors, Cowboys, Crushers, Western Reds, and Rams came into this... Yeah, Seagull. Gold Coast Seagulls. <laughs> oh, and they were the Chargers as well. Gold Coast Chargers. What? Yeah, so Gold Coast have had three names. Seagulls. So they were the Gold Coast Chargers. No, no, no. They were the Seagulls. Gold Coast Seagulls. Not in then, one when And then... <laughs> and Wally was king and player. Yeah. yeah. Coaching player. Yeah. yeah. Coach player. Oh that's yeah. probably my so first been team, the actually, as well. So Wally Lewis. This is their third try of the Gold Coast. That's why we can't try WA again, because we can't follow... We can't... Um, yeah. But there's, they're starved for entertainment over there, so... I know they are. That's why yeah. UFC makes a lot of money over there. But, like... And the Wildcats? It's like fly-in, fly-out in WA. So, it's not going to... Like, I don't know... It's a very hard market. But, I mean, they could spruik the mining industry. The mining industry could spruik them and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and it probably definitely will. Yeah. But then because of the mining industry, the um, the jewellery, like, um, market, like, all these other markets might become available. Um. <laughs> all right, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's done. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, it, it, it there's there's a big uh, sort of um, it, it affects the jewelry market. There's a lot of uh, precious, you know, metals. Yeah, and precious metals and, and gems. Gems. Yeah, Australia are really really high in minerals, you know. And, and I was lucky enough to be in the mining industry when coal was was at a really high, and then adding go when Rio Tinto and Alcan were doing really well. Um, yeah, so. Well, um, yeah. Bauxite also. 
Yeah, bauxite is aluminium. And out. and natural gases as well. We're we're fracking for a lot of natural gases at the moment, and it's. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. been a pretty long one today. Yeah, been an eventful um, <laughs> couple gaps, but yeah, it's okay. Alf knows what to do with it. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. another episode in the bank. Here to the beat. Thanks for tuning in, all the uh, all the uh, return followers, uh, listeners. Thank you, all the new listeners. Make sure you subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Share yeah, it. Make sure uh, you do that. So. Share it if you like it. Yeah. Oh, I'm just speaking for myself. All right. Oh, all right. All right. Peace out. Full time. Peace out. All right.